I'm in New Orleans, down in New Orleans, I'm down in New Orleans, down in New Orleans, and it's raining outside, it's raining in my heart, but I'm here to put out another episode of Vegan Radio, long-awaited New Orleans version of Vegan Radio here. We're going to um, feature an interview with Jahan Strauss, who is a local activist in New Orleans and helping put on the second annual Veggie Fest of New Orleans. You know you're Jones and for tofu. She's going to tell us all about all the great vendors and speakers and other goings-ons. And then, in the second part of the show, I'm going to uh, play an interview that is me being interviewed on WBLK in New Orleans, 12.30 a.m., I got chosen because of my amazing, fascinating radio personality to be on this show and uh, talk about the Veggie Fest, but we talk about a lot of other things, veganism in general, you know, it's an environmental show, E-Talk, um, with the hosts Darlene Carter and Chad Smith, conducted live at the Café Rose Nicaud on the famous Frenchman Street. They interviewed me about veganism, about the vegan bus, about Veggie Fest, and other things going on in New Orleans with food and my thoughts. So you get to, I get to be on the other side of the interview. I got to be the interviewee instead of the interviewer, which is kind of cool because for you listeners who are big fans of vegan radio <laughs> and want to know what the hell's going on in my head, you'll never find out, but... You'll get a little closer with this interview. And what else? Oh, yeah. I want to give some shout-out thank yous. Um, long overdue thank you to Rebecca, who back in December gave us a really generous donation to help with the show and very much appreciated. Um, we're using it to upgrade the website, which is going to we're going to be launching this new website any day now. Scott, are you listening? Any day now. <laughs> of course, uh, co-host Scott is uh, Scott Latane is also the web guru. He's been very busy with a lot of projects lately, but he's been slowly working on the new upgraded, uh, updated vegan radio website, which is going to be Drupal-based and have a lot of fancy features and be all up in that web 2.0 shit. And um, another thank you. Well, I would like to thank Scott for working on the website. And also another thank you to uh, Mar Marissa Miller-Wolfson for mentioning us, Vegan Radio, on her Vegan at Heart newsletter. Along with, you know, she, she uh, mentioned she was a little guide for podcasts, vegan podcasts that are worth listening to. And we were one of the three or four that were on there. Um, she said, we are perfect for people who want to feel like they're part of a vegan community. And to me, um, vegan community is, is, an, is an essential part of vegan activism because once people become vegan, you want them to be out floating on their own. Um, you need to have vegan community or else people are going to forget why they went vegan. It's easy to get distracted from the reasons we become vegan if we don't remind ourselves, and I think that happens to a lot of people, you know, they see meet your meat or something, and they're like, "Oh my God, I can't, I can't 
I can't go on eating animals. And, uh, and for a while, they remember why they don't want to eat animals. And for a while, they get some health benefits from veganism. And for a while, everything is good. And then and the memory of meat your meat starts to fade. And everyone around them is eating meat. And they remember it tastes good. And there's all these cultural pressures and pressures here, pressures there. Next thing you know, they're sneaking a little bacon on the side and then it's all like falls apart. So vegan community is what we are trying to create here at Vegan Radio. Um, also, before we get started, I'd like to mention some other upcoming events. So the, uh, the Veggie Fest in New Orleans is May 16th and... I'm not going to be there because I'm going back to Massachusetts for the summer, but um, anyone in the South or anywhere else in the world that can make it to New Orleans, it's worth coming to New Orleans just for New Orleans. And then the, the if, you want, if you're a vegetarian or vegan curious, you should come to the Veggie Fest in New Orleans, May 16th. And <clears throat> the where's and why's and how's of that will be coming up later in the show. Um, also going on... May 16th for people in the Northeast, and this is where you will find me, um, most likely, if all goes as planned, although Jahan is doing her best to get me to come back to New Orleans, um, or never leave. Um, let's see, Veggie Pride Parade, New York City, it'll be our third year there as Vegan Radio and the Vegan Bus combined, and this year I think we're going to try to get a little more circus freaky and uh if if anyone's out there and wants to um hula hoopers do some kind of weird stuff i think the unicyclists for uh animal rights are going to be in the parade so um it's real fun everyone dresses up you know it's not mardi gras or anything but it's pretty it's pretty freaking cool and uh, we'll have details about that on the website. I'm also I'm going to be interviewing Pamela Rice in an upcoming show, which I hopefully will be able to edit and get out before the freaking parade actually happens. You never know with me. I'm a busy guy. I got lots going on, even though I don't work. <laughs> uh, let's see. Also coming up at the end of May is the Global Vegan Waffle Party. Um, I think there's a range of dates for that, so you should check out their website, um, which you can reach from our website, veganradio.com, or just Google Global Global Vegan Waffle Party and make some waffles, get some waffle recipes offline, online, off the online, however you want to do that. And uh, waffle party, waffle party, waffle party. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm crazy. Where is that fucking waffle party? Um, mm, Can't find the website. Also, coming up in New Orleans and around the world is the Worldwide Vegan Bake Sale, which is their second year. I'm helping organize that here in New Orleans, getting together some vegan bakers. We're going to have a two-day event. Friday, April 30th, we are going to have a bake sale outside of Fairgrinds from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. On your way to Jazz Fest, go to that. Or if you are not going to Jazz Fest and you don't want to deal with parking, come to the Elysian Fleas Market on Saturday, May 1st from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. We will be there if they let us. 
They're not very good about getting back to me. But I put it on the flyer, and I am announcing it. And if they won't let us in, we'll sit outside with our baked goods, and we'll sell them to people before they go in. And then they won't have as much money to spend at the Elysian Fleas Market. So please, Elysian Fleas, get back to me. All right. Also coming up, uh, Megan Shackelford, who vegan radio listeners know well as one of the co-hosts in Massachusetts. She's coming down here to hang out with me for a week before I go back to Massachusetts for the summer. And um, she is going to do a baking demo, a vegan baking demo at uh, Divine Kundalini Yoga in New Orleans on uh, Wednesday, April 28th, 7 p.m., $10 suggested donation gets you vegan baked goods, how to make them, how to decorate cupcakes, how to make crack candy, a special uh, vegan cheesecake recipe book, and more, more surprises. And uh, Divine Kundalini Yoga is a beautiful space, a beautiful kitchen, and uh, a giant island with a marble counter. It's going to be a great event, so come out to that. Details at veganradio.com. All right, I'm talking your heads off. I'm sorry. What else? I think that's about it. Um, So this first interview is going to be Jahan Strauss. And I am going to be asking her about Veggie Fest, New Orleans, 2010. Here she is, Vegan Radio in New Orleans, New Orleans in the Mid-City, with uh, Jahan Strauss from the NOLA Veggie Fest. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Lovely. So, Jahan, (laughs) got a big event coming up. May 16th. We do. We should probably tell people what NOLA is, especially for those listening from around the country, because a lot of people don't know what NOLA is. So that's the abbreviation for New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah, I like NOLA. It's cool. See, I came from Northampton, Massachusetts, and they call that NOHO. So uh, (laughs) NOHO to NOLA. Yeah, NOLA sounds maybe a little prettier. Uh, Well, you're a little biased. (laughs) Perhaps. (laughs) <laughs> so um, tell us the basic premise or the history and the premise for the Veg Fest. Well, um, I moved here from Seattle and, um, you know, there's a very big vegetarian and vegan community up there. And I wanted to kind of build my circle of comfort before moving down here. So I found a vegetarian group, um, vegan vegetarian group that was um, eight members <laughs> um, about two years ago. And I joined them. And um, and I was like, well, at least I'll know a few people when I get here. And when I got here, we had a meetup um, at a coffee shop. And uh, the membership just started growing from there. And we just started talking about, like, making this more of a vegan-friendly town and putting a festival together. Cool. So last year, <clears throat> you had your first launching of this festival? We did, yes. Uh-huh. And how'd that go? It was amazing. Well, it was... Uh, pouring down rain so we were a little worried at first but uh you know it was our first one and our advertising was limited and we had over 550 people in major major downpouring rain and uh we pretty much ran out of all food supplies all the things that we were you know products that we were demoing so it was amazing and we did a youtube video and 
the commentary from people was just so positive. They were just so happy to have it that we were just on fire and couldn't wait to do it for the next one. So on fire. Fire. So and <laughs> so this year so last year it was at a uh the, the vegetarian restaurant called Bamboo here. And yep. um that it's kind of a limited space. This yeah. year you're expanding? We definitely are. We're going to have it at the First Unitarian Church on Jefferson and Claiborne here. And they have a big gymnasium and other rooms. The sanctuary is going to be for our guest speakers. So, um, yeah, it'll definitely be able to hold a lot more people. And who's your guest speakers this year? Uh, well, our keynote speaker is Jane Velez Mitchell, who's a CNN anchor. Um, I'm sure a lot of people would recognize her face. Um, she's, I believe, a vegan author and activist as well. And then we've got Robert Cheek from veganbodybuilding.com. We have the founder of uh, Vegan Outreach, the founder of Farm Sanctuary. That's uh, Jack Norris and Jean Bauer. Yes, that would be them. And we have um, Dr. Craig Summers from Raw Foods Bible uh, Book. And uh, that's, that's most everyone. Most everyone? Yeah. <laughs> not, not someone you're missing. We have another speaker, and I'm really not familiar with who he is, that one of our other members lined up. So he's coming, I think, from the Northeast. So affiliated, perhaps, with Vegan Outreach. So not sure. And you have performers or something, too? We've got uh, Melissa and Matt um, from Sweet Jones. Um, they're uh, vegan musicians here locally. They're going to be performing. We have a Belly Dancer. And uh, the list is growing from there. I like those vegan belly dancers. Yeah, that's always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> vegan bellies. Um, let's see. So, so you have that. And then tell us about some of the uh, sponsors for this event. Um, well, we've got uh, Field Roast. We've got uh, rice, um, uh, Mr. Crisper's Rice Crackers. Um, we have uh, Le Grand, uh, the vegan pesto sauces that they make. Um, we have uh, Eden Foods. We've got, gosh, I'm just trying to visually go through my list of uh, turtle food, turtle island foods, um, Rhodes End Organics, um, Edward and Sons. And uh, we're still in the process of getting lots more. Did I say field roast? Said you said field roast first, yeah, I think. Yeah, they're my favorite. I love them. Is that that's like some kind of faux meats? Yeah, yeah. They're from Seattle, so I was really familiar with all their products up there. Oh, you got to get Mighty O Donuts. Oh, I love Mighty O Donuts. I wish they need to <laughs> they need to franchise their operation there and go national. So and uh, yeah. and then you have a couple of big mega sponsors that you wanted to mention? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Health Force Nutritionals, um, they're a raw, vegan, gluten-free um, supplement company that I work with. I wouldn't even call them supplement. They're just a food company. Um, and um, I'm, a, I'm a natural products broker, so they're a line that I represent, and I'm a really big fan of their products. So uh, they were very generous to um, give a nice sponsorship to the Humane Society of Louisiana. And then we have uh, Veg News Magazine that's going to be another really big sponsor. So, and we're hoping for more. We're still working on it all. Yeah, we need some, some mega sponsors. Yes, we do. And, and where's the um, profits for this event going to go? All the profits go to the Humane Society of Louisiana. The person that started this meetup group is uh, Jeff Dorson, and he's the executive director 
um, and Dana Nesbitt, they're uh, two of the key people in our operation. She's the president of the Humane Society. So they're backing us with, you know, funds for getting tables and tablecloths and supplies and the things that we're going to need. And, um, yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of animals in the shelters uh, still left from Katrina. So uh, a lot of that money is going to help support, you know, them and their food and, you know, needs. So the the Humane Society of Louisiana is is not the National Humane Society. Are they they affiliated, or is it a totally separate organization? No, they're a totally separate organization. Yeah. And they're vegan run at this point. Um. Well, Jeff is vegetarian, and I believe Dana is vegan. Great. So yeah, I know well, that's unique, a good sign. unique situation. I'm sure amongst other humane societies. Well, especially for Louisiana. Especially <laughs> for Louisiana. South. Especially for Louisiana. I know the Humane Society of the United States just lead, launched a vegan dog food. So perhaps there are others out there that are. You yeah, know. well, I think the uh, the president of the, the the Humane Society, Wayne Passell, is vegan. Yeah. But um, the organization has more of a, a welfare welfare bent than a right. than a vegan one. A, a lot of um, people have clearly still not made the connection between love for animals and not eating them so still that's why we have these festivals so <laughs> yeah definitely yeah um so what else should we our listeners know about the the veg fest what about you're uh, trying to get some daya cheese in here right yes we are cuckoo for daya cheese <laughs> uh, for those of you that are listening that don't know they're a canadian company based out of vancouver they're a gluten-free soy-free vegan cheese that is amazing and i uh, believe it won the veg award best product of the year in 2009 and their product is coming into whole foods here um shortly and we're um hoping to get them demoed you know on you know pizza establishment that will use their cheese and you know hopefully permanently use their cheese so we can go and visit the restaurant but demo it at the festival that'd be awesome and it's uh, i think it's tapioca based right uh, cassava and tapioca, yep. Cassava? What's that? Cassava is a tuber, um, and tapioca comes from the cassava plant, so it kind of looks almost like a sweet potato, a little brown in color. So it's a staple food in Africa, other parts it's of the world, too. Yeah, it's a tuba. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tuba. Is tapioca a tuba? Uh, I don't think so. I just, yeah. I just know tapioca is pearls, you know, I don't know, just <laughs> growing up, <laughs> pearls of tapioca. I don't know. Where does it come from? Yeah, cassava. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear. And what else? What else you got going um, on? I should mention the website. Uh, we're looking for more sponsors. So if anyone um, would like to sponsor the Veg Fest or donate product that we can promote for you, um, or you know, most ideally, we'd like to have the companies come down and promote their own products. But uh, you can go to nolaveggiefest.com. That's N-O-L-A. V-E-G-G-I-E Fest.com Fest Fest Hopefully our listeners know how to spell fest Yes F-E-S-T <laughs> <laughs> Nice Yeah um, Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really exciting to, to be part of this this year it And is. it's exciting to be sitting in the sunshine right now Yes Instead of a pile of snow <laughs> Yes we, we too got cold weather A cold weather spell down here unbeknown to the rest of the country i think we got it good all year round not necessarily the case no so any uh, big plans for the future 
Yes, actually. Um, I am currently looking for um, a vintage Airstream. Um, and for those of you that don't know what those are, they're like RVs that look like a silver shiny bullet. They're really cool. Um, and uh, looking to start um, a veggie dog stand um, in the Airstream. So maybe in the next six to eight months looking for an Airstream currently. So there's no real veggie dog place in New Orleans. And so that could be a start. And then perhaps it could evolve into more vegan foods. But start small and see what happens and, and have some really yummy veggie dogs that people can buy, you know, <laughs> and spread the word. <laughs> Sounds exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for, uh, for letting us know about the fest. Yeah. And hopefully our our listeners will migrate to the south to come check it out. I hope so. We're looking forward to a nice size ad in Veg News Magazine that people can refer to, look up. Yep. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. And that nice size ad in Veg News Magazine designed by Derek Goodwin. (laughs) I'm very proud of my work. I'm very, very proud. Um, I forgot to announce one event that I uh, remembered I need to ad- announce, and that is the annual California Country Hoedown at the Orland Shelter of Farm Sanctuary. That's on May 1st, same day as our New Orleans bake sale. But if you're not going to trek out from California to our bake sale, feel free to go to Farm Sanctuary and... Uh, Biz Stone, co-founder of Twitter, apparently a vegan of some sort, is going to be there, as well as Gene Bauer, Farm Sanctuary president and co-founder. The weekend-long event includes exciting presentations, hayrides, a contra dance, and time to tour the shelter grounds. So, contra dancers, there's going to be some vegan contra dancing going on, and how can you, uh, how can you turn that down, really? So I'm going to have a little musical interlude here with uh, Sweet Jones, who is going to be playing at the um, Veggie Fest in New Orleans on May 16th. And then after that, I'll just uh, let it go right into my interview on WBOK, 1230 AM, with Darlene Carter and Chad Smith on eTalk, an environmental show. And, uh, of course, veganism is one of the best things you can do to help the environment as an individual and so go vegan save the planet save yourself save some freaking animals help us all you can do it
Real Talk for Real Times. WBOK, 1230 AM. Welcome to eTalk, the show teaching you how to go green. eTalk is officially on the air. Without further ado, learn how you can save the planet now with eTalk on WBOK, 1230 AM and We're back live. This is WBOK, 1230 AM in New Orleans, and this is eTalk. Cafe Rose Nicole, 632 Frenchman, right next to famous Snug Harbor. We have a packed house. So we have Mr. Derek Goodwin. Hello. And uh, he's a vegan. For oh, all you don't know what a, a vegan. vegan is. Vegan. <laughs> no, you got it right. Vegan. Vegan. <laughs> vegan. But uh, he's a person who doesn't eat meat for show. <laughs> or a lot of or other eggs things. And Whole bunch yeah, of other nothing, stuff. So nothing that comes from ba- an animal. Let's yeah. give the basic definition. Not anything that comes from a person or an animal. Yeah, well veganism is you know, it's it's definitely about dietary choices and it's also about um not uh using animals as property and so mm-hmm. you know it's it's more than a diet, it's also a lifestyle. We don't most vegans don't wear animal products mm-hmm. or and we try to be conscientious about where products we buy come from you know mm-hmm. including you know we don't want to exploit other humans right. either so humans right. are Sweat humans are animals too things like that no. yep exactly exactly <laughs> exactly. So. exactly which is so hard if you live in new orleans so um, it's not that hard it's uh, it, it seems daunting you know if, if, if you eat All out right. at every meal and i got a question you go you. to restaurants you might be in a little bit of trouble but i've been doing it what kind of pole How boy do you get you? away from the crawfish? <laughs> the crawfish. What kind of I pole boy you? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't grow up here, so I, I don't think right. I've ever eaten a crawfish. So I, Never. I, maybe How I don't long know have you I'm been missing. practicing? Um, I've been vegan over 14 years. 14. Okay. How oh. long have you lived in New Orleans, though? Um, I've only been here three months. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was your inspiration <laughs> to go vegan? Uh, what was your inspiration? Um, well, it's kind of just started as a health thing. You know, I you know I knew that red meat was supposedly you know popular media red meat is kind of villainized so i cut back on that and then i started cutting back on all meat and then then uh, somewhere along the way i started learning about the ethical um ways you know the ways that animals are raised in our society factory farms and um all the terrible things and suffering that is caused by our dietary choices and that just didn't sit well with me and um you know there's kind of a three-part argument for veganism one part is the ethical um, aspect of what happens to the animals. The, the other parts are um, the environmental aspect of how the environment is uh, kind of really taxed by animal mm-hmm. agriculture. And then there's the health benefits of the vegan diet. Um, so, Tell us some of those health benefits. Um, well, it's, it's pretty much across the board. Um, you know, I'm 43 years old. I've been vegan for 14 years, and I I feel like I'm as healthy as I've ever been. Pretty much, um, definitely lowers your risk for diabetes, for cancers, um, you know, heart disease. All this stuff comes from high saturated fat and high animal protein diets, and um, and there's a lot of other things like uh, you know, dairy is one of the main causes of asthma, acne breast cancer so I think I think you know people think that giving up meats hard I think dairy is one of the most unhealthy foods and mm. it's and it's really drilled into our heads at an early age that you know it's one of the most healthy foods. yeah so and that's because the dairy industry is 
very powerful and they've infiltrated the school system and they contribute a lot of money to getting their message into schools and indoctrinating kids at a young age and so there's a lot of people in society that are suffering from problems of uh, you know that they that if they just got dairy out of their diet they would be a lot healthier and a lot happier right so in terms of needing maybe the vitamin nutrition that, which is why they tell you to drink the, the milk. calcium. The calcium, yeah, vitamin D. So, what do you? What do you do? Are you into vitamin supplements? Or um, just I don't really take much supplements. I I try to eat a lot of um, leafy greens are kind of the holy grail of of nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at any any kind of foods that are available, dark leafy greens, collards, kale, broccoli, that type of thing are, mm-hmm. are packed with nutrition. Um, Vitamin D is a sunlight vitamin, so you got to get out and, get and there's sun. there's not really any reason in New Orleans that you shouldn't be getting enough vitamin D. Right. Um, calcium. Calcium is kind of a tricky thing because uh, the dairy industry, milk. You know, calcium is what milk the milk industry really touts as their thing because milk has a lot of calcium in it. But the truth about calcium is that high protein diets make your blood more acidic, mm-hmm. and the and then your um, your system has to to make alkalize your blood has to take calcium out of your diet and once it's out of your diet it starts draining it off your bones so right. um, if you're eating a lot of proteins you're going to have a need for more calcium what when you go to the store and shop and well grocery store what are some things that you purchase how do you how do you purchase your food? um well if you notice when you go into grocery stores they you usually end up walking through the door and you're right in the produce section mm-hmm. because that's the most beautiful part of the grocery store and if you want to just a basic guideline for nutrition you know um, foods that are in their natural state are best um, and if you eat a variety of colors in your diet like uh, greens and right. reds carrots beets and just uh, base your diet around that produce section you're going to be doing really good to start with and then uh, you know vegans we like our soy products somewhat. Some of us do, but um, I I, don't, I tend not to eat a whole lot of soy. I, I have a little soy milk with my coffee, and I'll have tofu maybe a couple times a week. Um, beans, rice, you know, beans, grains, fruits, nuts, seeds. Those are the things that I love. So, what's, give us a breakdown on a, a three meal a day. What's a breakfast? <laughs> exactly. What's um, a breakfast? breakfast. Well, breakfast. Um, well, I'm. Uh, I'm kind of, you know, I've been doing this for 14 years, so I'm, I'm kind of evolved my diet a lot over that time. I'm, I, pr- I started out probably just, you know, doing, eating the things that I was used to, like cereal, and just switching from dairy milk to soy milk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can eat granola, and a lot of cereals are vegan already. Um, nowadays, I've become really into this uh, green smoothie thing, <laughs> which is, uh, I got a Vitamix, which is a really high power blender. And um, it, it can uh, kind of make anything into a really nice, smooth liquid. Mm. But you can just do this with a regular blender. Um, I keep some bananas that are peeled and frozen in my freezer. And um, mix them with some maybe almond milk and some kale or collards. So I get my greens going right early in the morning. And uh, a little agave syrup to sweeten it up a little mix in some other fruits you can put apples strawberries or anything that you enjoy and uh it sounds weird to to drink something like kale but um 
when you mix it with those fruits, you, you barely taste it, and it's, uh, it's a really great way. And when you're blending it, you know, if you juice things, people are into juicing, but it takes all the fiber out. If you're blending them in a blender, you're still keeping all the fiber. Okay, so, so you recommend a blender over, as opposed to a juicer? Um, I wouldn't say one over the other, but, um, you know, juicers have their place. You know, it's a, it's a really great way to get a, a lot of nutrients at once. What about uh, snacks? How do you how you snacks. Get your snacks? How do you? <laughs> um, well, that? you know, snacks. That's food. when people tend to just ah, yeah. on things, even if. Well, it depends if you're time. gonna carry your carry your own stuff around, or if you're trying to eat out at restaurants in New Orleans. You know, the restaurants around here tend to be um, more on the unhealthy side, no matter <laughs> what they're selling. Hmm. Even the there's one vegetarian restaurant, Cafe Bamboo, and most yeah. their their stuff is like fried and a lot of meat substitutes and stuff, which aren't the healthiest. You know, they're healthier than eating meat, I think, but um, you're still eating fried food. So if you're going out on town, you can always get French fries. Or I find, uh, New Orleans, I've found that the, the easiest thing to find around here is kind of, for vegans is kind of Middle Eastern food. We have mm. Mona's right up the street mm. there. Um, Fairgrinds, uh, Coffee House mm -hmm. um, up near City Park, they have a bunch of vegan options there. Mm -hmm. um, and you know you can always have like bagels or but if you want to bring stuff with you you can bring some trail mix or some cliff bars or you know any fruits and vegetables anything that you like to eat mm -hmm. that's portable so cool. i think i think and when you're in a town like new orleans and you're a vegan if you if you want to have snacks it's it's always good to bring stuff with you because mm -hmm. you know you might not be able to find it well i was a vegetarian before i gave birth to this lovely thing Oh, hi. Boy, <laughs> teenager now, um, and the entire time I was pregnant, all I wanted was like brontosaurus meat. I wanted brontosaurus. I just wanted meat the entire time, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I wanted as much of it as I could have. And um, once I gave birth, even the baby food, he w did not want any part of anything that was beef. Strictly kind of chicken. That was beef. Or, yeah, you know, like the baby food, beef. Oh, he yeah. wouldn't eat that and. Anything. So neither one. We went right back to pretty much um, a more chicken fish, okay. and and then when you start talking about chicken, then I get off of chicken too. So <laughs> I'm a yeah. Uh, I, could, a I could tell you things about chicken that would, that would probably put you off <laughs> you, forever. Yeah, I, I, I'm there. Um, I'm more of a seafood tarian <laughs> yeah. here than anything. I mean, yeah, New Orleans. The the seafood is a big thing down here, and uh, you know, I I think. If people are interested in transitioning towards a more vegetarian or a healthier diet, you know, giving I th I think giving up dairy is is like a, a great thing, thing to, to do. Mm -hmm. I I think if I did it over again, maybe dairy would be the first to go. It's it's a little harder to conceptualize if you're if you're just new to it because dairy is in a lot of things. But mm -hmm. even just cutting dairy out where you can, I think, is great for your health. Um, so like your milk. If you could cream. get down until you're just eating seafood, that's locally caught or whatever that's that's a huge step you know i advocate full veganism but uh <laughs> some you know i i i, 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 gra I went gradually towards it yeah and and some people you know you can do it by maybe starting just one day a week trying mm -hmm. to eat vegan mm -hmm. or or one meal a day or something mm -hmm. like that and just uh because there is this process of learning you know what to eat you know you don't want to just quit eating everything that you're familiar with and just right. eat like peanut butter and jelly and french fries because you're not going to feel good and then you're going to blame it on veganism oh, so I, right. I recommend rather than that just starting to integrate these foods into your diet
Mm-hmm. Okay. And you have a Veggie well, Fest coming up Sunday, May 16th. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, it's it's not me, but <laughs> I'm helping promote it. Um, it's uh, the second year it's going to be here in New Orleans. And basically what a Veggie Fest is, they have these in a lot of the big cities around the country now. It's a way to, uh, it's, it's a good um, tool for vegetarian and vegan outreach. And basically what it is, is um, a bunch of speakers that are talk about different um, aspects of vegetarianism and then there's a bunch of vendors who have uh, food samples that are given away for free or or maybe local restaurants will come in and sell some things and then there's also um, there's some entertainment there's some music and there's uh, some animal rights and vegan organizations there that uh, round it out and it's it's just like a it's fun because you you get to go around and sample all this free food and it's a great outreach there's not any pressure it's not like so the vendors are it's free food at this particular there's event. a lot of free food a lot of okay. the vendors that sponsor the event come in and want to like get people to promote. addicted to their products you know mm-hmm. so this year we have like uh, so delicious coconut milk ice cream we have um, this new vegan cheese that every the, the vegan movement has been really crazy about because cheese is one of the the hardest things to get people weaned off of yeah. And um, this new cheese is called Daya, and it actually doesn't have any soy in it, so that's exciting so too it? because a lot of people don't want soy. Um, it's it's tapioca based, mm. and it actually melts and it tastes good. They're serving it now at Whole Foods um, on Magazine Street. You can get a you can get slices of vegan cheese pizza, which is pretty exciting. Really. And um, it melts like regular cheese, so it's not this weird stuff a lot of people have tried vegan cheese and been put off by it including me you know i never really had a hard time getting off of cheese but this well, is big tell us about the bus Tell the us. Bu- about the bus. <laughs> um well can, can i just say a few more things about the veggie fest sure. because that's what i got sent here to talk oh. about and i don't want to i don't want to talk on the course. about myself yeah, stay on the course. <laughs> um, i just want to mention some of the the people who are coming to speak because these are some people who are really big in the um vegan movement and also nationally the the main speaker is um i guess you would call the keynote speaker is jane velez mitchell who's on cnn and she hosts this show called uh what is it uh warner brothers celebrity i don't know she's on a a few shows and cnn ms nbc fox news so she's pretty big um, my favorite speakers are Robert Cheek, who's a vegan bodybuilder. Mm. Um, a lot of people always, you know, that's the main question vegetarians and vegans get. Where do you get your protein? Um, and there's now there's all these vegan bodybuilders out there that are, <laughs> you know, these big buff guys. And, uh, and there's also some vegan athletes. There's a, mm. there's, um, there's a couple of the uh, ultimate fighting champions, Mac Danzig and some others who are these huge muscle-bound guys that do it all on vegan diet so hmm. and um, Robert Cheek is actually he's going to be speaking and he also is a representative of a company called um, Sequel Naturals who has a line called Vega which is um, vegan uh, uh, kind of athletic performance shakes and bars and stuff so and it's all I think a lot of it's based on pea protein and all these other um, plant-based proteins wow. Um, a friend of mine, co-founder of Farm Sanctuary, Gene Bauer. Um, Farm Sanctuary is a organization that's been around over 20 years. They rescue farm animals from all kinds of horrible situations and um, let them live on a sanctuary. Uh, they have two sanctuaries, one in upstate New York and one in uh, California. 
and um, they also do a lot of work to get laws passed to protect animals. And then uh, Jack Norris Vegan Outreach, and there's there's a few more. So there's a there's a really good lineup of speakers, um, and then there's some local people doing some food demonstrations. Oh, there's one person uh, doing a demonstration on green smoothies. So if you want to see see one made in person, well, I like green juice. I like the ones like by Adwala and um, yeah, Superfood. Yeah, those are good. But the thing when you make them yourself, you know, I know you get when you so much once more. once you once you blend these plants up, they start losing their their uh, nutritional value over time. So when you're buying an Adwala, it's like you're not getting the full benefit of what you're going to get if you're blending vegetables fresh up in your blender yeah, or your juicer. So much. Yeah, the free radicals are break down. They're there. I'm a free radical. <laughs> <laughs> and the shirt says, "Eat like you give a damn." Yeah. <laughs> Eat like you give a damn. This was actually give a damn about your body. <laughs> real talk, real times. WBOK, twelve thirty a.m. Who what better place to come than to New Orleans? I know. I but know. we need the help. Yeah. It has been five years, but some people are just as bad off they were oh. uh, <laughs> August twenty ninth. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 2005, right. and we are in 2010, yeah. approaching that August date soon enough. Yeah. So and we can't we can't really forget about those in Haiti. I know it's all around all the world. The, I mean, Australia just went through Mexico. something. Uh, England went through something yes. not too long. I mean, it's, it's all everywhere. over the world. It's it's, it's climate change, mm-hmm. you know. And you got to get real people because we are killing our Mother Earth and inevitably harming ourselves. Yeah. So. I'm uh, shedding way too many tears, so we can't talk about that anymore. <laughs> Let's move on. Well, well, one, <laughs> of the, one, of the best things, one of the best things you can do to combat climate change is to uh, change your diet, actually. Definitely. The, uh, the UN came out with a report a couple years ago saying that um, animal agriculture contributes more to uh, climate change than all of the cars, trucks, and transportation That's in the right. world. So even, Isn't that awful? Even if uh, you're, you're, you're doing better off if you're eating vegan in a Hummer than if you're uh, driving a Prius and eating hamburgers. Eating vegan wow. in a Hummer. I, I, don't, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you so. got to start somewhere. So that, if you have the Hummer, <laughs> then you have to make the switch to yep, go veganism. Go vegan and then sell your Hummer and, and buy a bunch of organic <laughs> produce. <laughs> uh, actually, there's a big victory. I've, I've heard the Hummer is being discontinued. So. Hmm. Really? A, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. Well, wow. see, that just makes a bunch of people go run out and buy one, so then they have the classic Hummer. Yeah, well, hopefully they won't be able to get parts. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about this bus. Tell yeah. us about well, your the bus. bus. Is, the bus is actually bigger than a Hummer, but yeah. um, it runs on vegetable oil, which is... Uh, biodiesel. And how did it's, you get it uh, to do It's that? actually not biodiesel. It's, no? um, it's, we, we collect um, vegetable oil from restaurants that uh, use it to fry food. And um, biodiesel can be made from vegetable oil. It's a kind of a chemical process to do that. Right. But with this, what what you do is you um, uh, you put a converter into the um, the fuel line of the of the vehicle, so that we basically have two tanks. We have a diesel tank, and then we have the veggie oil tank. Hmm. We collect the veggie oil, filter it down to uh, so that all the particles are out of it from the food, mm-hmm. and then. Um, Basically, you start the bus on diesel, and you heat the bus, heat the vehicle up, and the the coolant from the vehicle becomes hot, and that mm. runs through a copper coil in the tank of the veggie oil, and gets the veggie oil to a point where it's less viscous, so that it can go through the engine. Less viscosity. 
less and viscosity. Is, is this your That's design? a great word, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it's not my design. It's it's been it's been going on for a while now, but it's a great thing because the fuel is um, free, or you know, hopefully free. The restaurants. Or usually have to pay to dispose of it, so they'll be happy to. Yeah, but that's a green alternative it. for the restaurants. I mean, if you have to fry, yeah. at least if you so are uh, putting that oil someplace it, else, uh, as well, opposed to back into the environment. Normally, yeah. people who have restaurants like that, they'll pay somebody to yeah. Yeah. get that oil from those. And those pumps. companies and use it. And then where does for, that go? Well, <laughs> so, you, you don't want to know. Some of it goes into <laughs> cosmetics, and so some a lot of women around the world or are putting this on drain. their faces. And then some of it goes to uh, feed um, animals yeah. in the agriculture to fatten them up really quick to slaughter them. So, so the vegan bus is taking that food away from the animal agriculture wow. industries. Um, well, I would think restaurants would want to have that information. I yeah. don't think anyone wants to do what we have been designed doing well, for so long. Job, you know, I think a green it's job. a green job, definitely. And the other good thing about it is a fuel is that the um, the carbon is already in the environment. It's you know when you're using coal you're, or um, oil, you're you're taking carbon that's trapped and um, bound up in chemically, and you're releasing it into the air. And that's one of the things that causes global warming. With veggie oil, it's already in the environment. It's not you're not releasing new uh, carbon into the atmosphere. So, so we use that, and that's you know running a bus is really expensive. So having the free fuel makes it easier. <laughs> And um, the goal with the bus is to go around and do education and outreach about veganism and sustainability. Um, and one of the great things about having, you know, the veggie oil technology on a big bus is that it just picks people's curiosity naturally. Right. So anywhere we show up with the bus, people come and ask questions, and it's a great way to kind of, you know, when you're when you're talking about these things to people, you want to make a human connection with that's them right. before you start like trying to shove information down their throat so that's right that's right and give it to them where they can grasp it and learn it and then give it to someone else yeah that's the importance yeah so that's that's what the vegan bus is kind of about using art and media and and just creating fun environments giving people food samples and mm -hmm. and um you know touching them through their through happiness and not not using like videos of slaughterhouses and things like mm -hmm. a lot of vegan activism yeah. is based around so well you know the fear tactic is it's information but you don't always want to sell it as the fear yeah. tactic you know i think yeah you just it works it. for some people but well yeah it's, it's, it puts it's, a lot it's of a people turn in a discouragement obviously if you show the chicken process because mm. i probably won't be eating any chicken for a while but <laughs> i, I could just describe it, it and get you off it i bet no i'm, I'm good <laughs> I, i've seen all the videos and i know better i do know better um but it is definitely nice when you just are hit things i think from the positive angle which is you know all your better benefits and yeah um, just well, how to be better period yeah i think i think the positive things about veganism is the the food and the the health benefits and then there's a community that you instantly have with other vegans i think and then i also feel that it's a very um spiritual diet you know you're not you're not your diet isn't based around um killing and and suffering it's based around these amazing nutrients that are coming up out of the ground and and look beautiful and taste beautiful and just give you this kind of like light 
energetic feeling in your body. Hmm. And we're always encouraging people to grow whatever they possibly can at home. Yeah. Are you growing a lot at your Um, residence? (laughs) Are you doing any of that? Well, like I said, I just moved here, but I I did just move in with a raw foodist, and she's she's growing some stuff, and... um, so and I, I I'm kind of into the whole uh, supporting the farmers markets and the local growers definitely over you know wh- whenever possible that's that's where I get my food so I, every Tuesday I go out to the farmers markets mm-hmm. and get fresh fruits and veggies from the different uh, local farms and mm-hmm. um, you know that's that's the best nutrition too it's it's uh, you know it hasn't been sitting around or traveling across the country it's just coming straight out of the ground and into your Vitamix for your green smoothie. So you do fruit salad stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I do, I do all kinds of things. Um, I don't always eat super healthy. You know, I just came from Cafe Bamboo and I had a Creole wrap with some sweet potato fries that were deep fried and <laughs> it was really good. So. <laughs> but uh, so. and that's the problem. Some of that stuff is just so good, you just really don't want to let go of it. Yeah. Um, but I think if I, I think it's a, a knowledge thing. I think if you not if Especially here, we grow up on sauces and right. soups and gumbos and etouffees and all of these big, rich foods, and none of it necessarily is really bad for you. But when you're just used well, to a lot <laughs> of that heaviness, well, yeah. no, because Creole, uh, like uh, shrimp Creole, is tomatoes and right. you know shrimp, and it's really not anything bad for you. But you get used to the, of it being cooked. You know, it's it, it's, yeah. it's cooky. It's so it's you know it's soupy and it's cooky and it's great, but there wouldn't be anything wrong with, you know, just sitting down eating a tomato. I mean, it's the best thing <laughs> for you. But we just yeah. at, typically don't do it, though. You know, our uh, grandparents do. My grandmother would sit, sit down and eat a, toma- a whole tomato with like pepper. an apple with pepper, salt, and pepper, you know, in, like an apple. Yeah, but I think, uh, the, the, uh, you know. These the, days, kids don't do that, you know. After World War II, the whole U.S. food system kind of went towards this uh, eating out of cans and uh. processed food. And, and that was kind of when all the rates of obesity and cancers and diabetes went up um, and people kind of lost touch with growing things and eating them out of the ground and and you and i can understand that too because we 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 eat a lot of that food here and we're starting to see a lot of the cancer research centers popping up they're doing studies on just normal people here in in louisiana Mm -hmm. because of the diet yeah because of the environment that we live in yeah there's there is a study that just came out in november of Last year, saying that the the south, uh, this this area, basically, the well, deep we're like south the fattest has. Uh, city. <laughs> are we the fattest city? <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, yeah, definitely the the diabetes rates are a lot higher here, and diabetes is of course tied to uh, um, obesity and yeah. and heart disease and all that. So, and it's a really horrible disease. People get their feet amputated, and it's it's just really sad that. And, and I think it's a thing of education, you know, people don't really realize how much their diets are contributing to their suffering. And we're seeing a younger... Physical demise. We're yeah. seeing a younger, with the younger kids, I mean, these kids are obese, they have diabetes and they don't even know it. You can see it with their necks, their necks are t- changing color. Yeah, it's really things sad. Like that. And, you know, you talk to the, you know, they're going to the nurse and eventually it's caught. But there are a lot of kids who are not even diagnosed, and they pass out, and they have seizures or whatever. Yeah. And then you're wondering what's wrong. And the schools are like the, the place where the unhealthiest food is served too. And and also, awesome. there's you know as you can see around here, there's a real access problem to healthy food. Like kind of like we were talking about at the beginning of the program, 
you know, there's in the French Quarter and Marigny Bywater areas, there's not really a good grocery store where you can go buy nice fresh pr produce and um, so there's, and that's kind of a nationwide thing in the cities, especially in lower income neighborhoods, there's a lot of there's yeah. a corner market. Food deserts, they call them. And I think <laughs> Michelle Obama is trying to address that. And uh, mm -hmm. and I th that's kind of what the vegan bus we're going to be promoting, you know, going to schools and trying to reach the younger kids and also promote community gardens. I think community gardens are a really great thing because kids can go after school or whatever and, and stick their hands in the soil. And I think just being able to see a plant or something that you planted grow into oh, something man. that feeds you. They love it. That's one of the greatest they just teachers love in the it, world. When, when the stuff starts to sprout, yeah. they love that process. I mean, yeah. so imagine when they're actually going picking right. Well, and so many kids, we talked about this last week, so many kids don't even realize that that's where broccoli comes from. Or yeah. that's where, you know, something comes from. They're so used to it. It comes from the store. Yeah. <laughs> because that's the only place yeah. they know that's And that's, that's the from. same thing with meat, too. You go to the store and it's already in these styrofoam trays with saran wrap awful. and you don't really realize that what the what the animal has been through to get there and the, all the resources that were used and you know, there's that saying that if slaughterhouses had glass walls, everyone would be vegetarian. I don't know if everyone would. That's probably not true, but mm. it definitely. I think more. I, I think we're at so least disconnected. 90%. <laughs> yeah, well, we're so disconnected from the sources of our food. So exactly. I think community gardens are a great way to start, especially in New Orleans. There's all this abandoned property and right. land that's just sitting there, and and in the communities that need this kind of food the most. So. I think anything to promote that is is a, a great place to start. And I, I think another thing to promote too is just giving people options on like, okay, different meals that they can eat, different ways that they can eat. Rather, because a lot of people say, well, I need to change my diet, but you don't know how what can to. I eat? Mm -hmm. what, what do I eat? So yeah, that coaching. You know, yeah, that's that's another thing stuff. that I'm I'm think something I'm hoping to bring is to uh, have the vegan bus have like a zine that has kind of ideas do it yourself how to grow things how to mm -hmm. prepare things and, and and definitely making them so they're all cheap and very easy and um hopefully this uh co-op is going to be coming to new orleans soon the, the new orleans food cooperative um, because being able to get bulk uh, beans and rice and things like that is kind of another key thing you know you can grow the vegetables in your garden and then go go get the grains and things like that in bulk and um then, then you can make cheap food that's really healthy and cheaper than going to McDonald's even. <laughs> it's almost about that time, y'all. We have to give some thank yous, mm -hmm. of course, uh, to of course, uh, Environmax and Venus Productions, Whole Foods, Entergy, Cafe Rose Nicole, uh, Deja Vu Recycling, Green Innovations. Anyone else? Um, and I our guest that we had today. Yeah. Derek Goodwin, who's here right here with us. Thank you for coming out and it's julie lagrange yeah julie lagrange yes our massage, massage therapist <laughs> and i hope people contact her for even just questions and you know get that initial massage and see what how she can benefit you right and we look forward to having the vegan bus come down you have yeah. to keep us posted on that and the nola veggie fest i forgot to tell people where it was could i say that yeah, real sure, quick? Definitely. Um, <laughs> it's at the first unitarian universalist church on may 16th from 11 to 7 p.m that's on 2903 Jefferson Ave and uh, 
You can find out the yeah. website is exactly nolaveggiefest.com, N-O-L-A veggiefest.com. That's right around the corner from where I grew up. I know oh, really? Exactly right awesome. Well, you, I, I hope to see you there then. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> well, we will definitely promote and, uh, it as the weeks come up to it. You okay. know, feel free to call in and remind us. And, yeah. You know. Yeah, well, our, our organizers are very persistent, so they'll probably be bugging you. Not a problem. <laughs> we love problem. it. We love and, it because uh, knowledge is power. And, you know, people need to know what's out there. You know, not everyone knows how to prepare. You know, they get stuck on just a salad. Well, there's yeah. more things to do with um, your vegetables than just a salad. Yeah, right. well, there's you some know? there's some food prep classes going on, and um, and if you want to find out about the vegan bus, it's uh, theveganbus.com. Okay. Great. Thank you. <laughs> and we also want to thank Kathy Connor, First Presbyterian Church, yes. in Tampa, coming down here and doing a night war thing. Yeah. So um, well, we're about to sign off right here. Thank you, Darlene. Thank you, Chad. Appreciate everything. Thanks, Kevin, and thanks, thanks Kevin. Fred, for being out here thanks, with us. Thanks, Brother Fred. And Rose Nicole, Melba Ferdinand, and the Ferdinand family. And Melanie, we really appreciate it. So, and Melanie, uh, their manager. Green Innovations, we appreciate everything. Troy Sawyer. Troy Sawyer. Thank you so much. Local Great artists. Time. Support yeah. all of your local talent this weekend. French Quarter Fest is a free event. Support, support, support. We're out of here. We're going fest. Peace. <laughs> Look. was the interview of me by WBOK 12:30 a.m. in New Orleans Darlene Carter and Chad Smith thank you so much for the opportunity to come on and talk about veganism and beneath this uh, voice of mine that you're hearing right now you are hearing uh, another song by Sweet Jones who will be performing at the Nola Veggie Fest May 16th the first song that I played was called um, Two Bluebirds and the second song here is called Wait a Minute, Darling. And what else? What else? Um, the, the next show coming up is going to be really great. I've been interviewing some uh, of my yoga teachers, and I'm going to do a show about yoga and veganism, and that's going to be really cool. I'm really proud of the work I've been doing here. <laughs> oh, pride. Pride is what kills you. So I'm not too proud. I'm, uh, I'm just kind of happy. I'm happy that... Vegan Radio is still going and that I'm able to, uh, to do my thing down here. Even though there's a lot of setbacks, uh, my, my microphone that I bought to uh, do podcasts with down here broke. There's just always shit trying to bring me down, but I am not going to go down. I am a strong motherfucker. I'm vegan. I'm crazy. So uh, stay tuned, uh, Vegan Radio. There's going to be a couple of episodes coming up quickly after this. Megan Shackleford's going to be down here in New Orleans, and we're going to interview some people. We're going to have the Derek and Megan banter going on in New Orleans. That's going to be really exciting. And then I'll be back in Massachusetts with Megan and Scott to produce some shows up there. And then uh, I'll be there all summer, and um, the Vegan Bus is getting on the road. We're going to hit July, July 4th. We're doing a vegan block party in philadelphia and that's going to be really awesome um if you are a performer of any kind fire dancer hula hooper uh drummer some kind of musician if you do theater walk on stilts do acrobatics anything crazy and you want to come uh join a block party circus that is going to be happening and brought to you in part by the vegan bus and 
Public Eye Philly and also Vegan Drinks Philly, um, Lisa Levinson, Ed Coffin, these great vegan activists in Philadelphia, and then hopefully Summerfest and possibly the AR 2010 down in D.C. will be also events that we will be attending. Um, Vegan Radio, as you can see, is now podcast only, so we are accepting sponsors. Um, If you want to uh, sponsor a show, contact us through our website, veganradio.com. We also have a Facebook page now, fan page for Vegan Radio that's doing pretty well. Love to get more fans. All kinds of stuff going on with us, with me, with veganism. It's a great time to be a vegan because... The world is evolving. There's volcanoes covering Europe with ash. There's meteors going crazy across the skies. There's earthquakes. And uh, there's some kind of crazy thing coming up in our future. Yes, I'm crazier than ever. New Orleans making me crazy. So we'll be back soon. Listeners, thanks for staying tuned. And uh, don't give up on me. I'm going to get therapy. That's right. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Vegan Radio, clearing the air and your colon since 2005.